Halloween is one of the best times of the year, especially for true crime. Now, I'm not much of a ghost story girl, really, because I feel like the real world is creepy enough. So I'm here to bring you a story about a mysterious person who will send chills down your spine without any paranormal activity necessary. I'm talking about the infamous Watcher. We are your hosts, Helen Allen and Sherry Ferreira. This is The Chalk Line. Good evening, everyone, and the highlights of the news this Thursday. They could not be more excited to move into their beautiful home at 657 Boulevard in the bougie chic town of Westfield, New Jersey. Emphasis on bougie. Truly bougie. The only thing I know about Westfield is John List was there. Gross. (laughs) Right. You'll do an episode on him later because you know me and Family Annihilators. We just don't mix. Right. And that's okay. And we don't (laughs) blame you for that. We don't. We don't. Because I'm here. I hope nobody mixes (laughs) with them. But here I am giving the case to you. (laughs) Handing it over like a football. So yeah, that's what I know about it. And also they have a cool mall. And I can picture the font of Westfield written. It's like cursive kind of. It's like beautiful and in red. And every time I'm like driving home from Delaware or like New York City, I pass it. I would love to live there too. But also it's New Jersey. And my New Jersey friends are going to be mad at me, but it's the trash capital of America. Is it not? I I just get that out of the way. It just smells like garbage when you're driving through it. And maybe that's just the turnpike. But. I don't care. Yeah. I'm not here to say. The Garden State Parkway though. Nice. Chef's kiss. Okay. It's a good place. The couple was basically living the American dream. Like, they kind of moved up. Derek moved up the corporate ladder. And they were finally able to afford this house. It was $1.3 million when they bought it. A six-bedroom mansion. And Maria grew up in this town, and she had always dreamt of going back to it and raising her family there. And they finally got to do that. When they were moving into the house, they didn't just kind of buy the house, close on it, and then get right in there. They had some renovations that they wanted to do, and they hadn't sold their house yet by the point that they bought the new house. Okay. So they were kind of in no rush. They were just getting the renovations done, and then they were going to move in when everything was ready. Yeah. So Derek finishes up painting one day, and he just goes to check the mail, and he discovers a very ominous letter. Okay, because the picture you're painting was like rainbows and sunshine, and I was like, where, where is the... Yeah, Ugh. so here's where the fun starts. Okay. And fun for me, but not fun for Derek. I... Okay. <laughs> it was not fun for Derek. Okay, so I feel like the best way for me to paint this picture is to just straight up read the letter, because there's no way to... Um, Fully encompass it. Okay. Without just reading it. So it's heavy. So here we go. Got it. Dearest new neighbor at 657 Boulevard, allow me to welcome you to the neighborhood. How did you end up here? Did 657 Boulevard call to you with its force within? 657 Boulevard has been the subject of my family for decades now. And as it approaches its 110th birthday, I have been put in charge of watching and waiting for its second coming. My grandfather watched the house in the 1920s, and my father watched in the 1960s. It is now my time. Do you know the history of the house? Do you know what lies within the walls of 657 Boulevard? Why are you here? I will find out. I see already that you have flooded 657 Boulevard with contractors so that you can destroy the house as it was supposed to be. Tisk, tisk, tisk. Bad move. You don't want to make 657 Boulevard unhappy. You have children. I have seen them. So far, I think that there are three that I have counted. Are there more on the way? Do you need to fill the house with the young blood I requested? Better for me. Was your old house too small for the growing family? Or was it greed to bring me your children? Once I know their names, I will call to them and draw them to me. Who am I? Hundreds of cars pass by the house every single day. Maybe I'm in one. Check all the windows that can be seen from 657 Boulevard. 
perhaps a new one. Welcome, my friends. Welcome. Let the party begin. The Watcher. I mean, I literally have chills. It's weird, right? I mean, there is just so much. I mean, just like so much to unpack there. It's super crazy. It's crazy. I don't even know how else to say it. It's just crazy. I mean, oh my god. I flip out by seeing, like, a little spider on the wall. But this, a full-blown attack on me, my family, my kids, the new one-point bajillion dollar house I just purchased. His, also, his his verbiage. Young yes. blood? I'm Young. sorry, but no. <laughs> no. No. I do not like that. And mm-hmm. the emphasis on just keeping the integrity of the house together because- Yes, it's very Victorian mm-hmm. ghost. Yeah, (laughs) like he's just a Victorian ghost in my mind. But you know, immediately he's like, "This is like not for me to do." Yeah, so he brings it to the police, and you know the police are kind of just like, "Okay, um, yep, this is definitely a weird letter." But what we can do from here on is just tell you don't like discuss it with your neighbors and see what kind of happens next. Yeah. See if anybody says, like, did you get any weird mail lately? Or, like, if anyone prods at it without you telling them, you know? Yeah, then that can be some Maybe indication. Maybe someone will expose themselves in that way. So the Broadduses just kind of move on, and they're just like, okay, the police know, um, and we'll we'll see where this goes. You yeah, know? Maybe I mean, that's just one and done. Like, it could be just some weird high schooler... Trying to freak out someone that moved into the neighborhood. I mean, honestly, with all the stress of them, like, moving in and then getting this letter, that's what they're going to be hoping for, is that this is just a one-and-done thing. Yeah. So, the envelope itself had, like, a signature that was, like, the, well, the, the letter is typed, but then I'm pretty sure on the envelope itself, it's, like, written. Like, who it's addressed to and all that. Yes, but it was hand-delivered, so it wasn't posted in the mail. Okay. And, you know, obviously there's no return address because the watcher's mm-hmm. not like, here's my apartment and you can reach me. <laughs> Stop by any time, girl. Yeah. <laughs> so, like... Welcome to the neighborhood. I usually make cookies on Thursdays if you want to yeah! stop by for some tea. Oh, God. No, yeah. So he was, was like, blank. no return address. Okay. Um, And, you know, I mean, he does say, like, I could be in the windows nearby. Mm-hmm. But that's by no means an invitation. Yeah. So immediately, what are you thinking here? Like, when you hear this note, who's the watcher in your head right now? My watcher is any- Your watcher. Yeah. (laughs) I'm like, let me just unload what I've been going through these past couple of days. I saw a TikTok the other day that was, like, this girl being like, vegan is what I imagine it to be. And it's like, (laughs) you just want to eat meat. (laughs) You're just not a vegan. But you're like, my watcher (laughs) is what I imagine it to be. No, okay, wait. Rewind. Who I imagine the Watcher to be is literally any one of their neighbors. Just off of all the cases that we hear, it's always the neighbor. It's always someone who is around, who is watching, who is vigilant, or has access to all the information. Yeah. So. Right. And, like, and yes, because we will go on to see, spoiler, more letters are delivered, and they become kind of, it's clear that the Watcher must either live nearby or spend so much time there that it's like how could no one have seen you know it's kind of just like when Derek first got that letter he was first of all alone and it was like nighttime I think it was like 10 p.m and so he just kind of like raced around the house and was like turning off all the lights inside Mm -hmm. because he's like I don't want the watcher watching me I mean (laughs) yeah but and then when he literally went to the police office they were like the police office. The, the main <laughs> office of all the polices. Um, they were like, what the <laughs> is this? And it's just so creepy because I'm like, okay, after reading that letter, our parents, <laughs> I'm like, so they didn't go there, scope out the house, do an underground dig, and just like put every piece of manpower behind it? Yeah, it's, I mean, but what are they going to do? Like, I know. It's just one letter. And then also, because they are getting their house renovated, um, there is, like, construction equipment in the yard. Mm -hmm. So the police officers do say, like, just be careful not to, like, keep the construction equipment out because you don't want the watcher throwing it through windows or, like, becoming violent with them. So the police do, like, kind of give them tips on how to go forward with it, but, like, really, what are they supposed to do at this point? So, obviously, Derek goes back to his family and is like, 
okay, we gotta think of a plan, because in case this is, like, gonna escalate or get worse, you know. Derek or Maria decide not to tell the kids, of course, because they're like, in case this is a one-off thing, why scare them? Yeah, there's no point. Yeah, so they just keep it to themselves, but they do end up emailing the previous owners, John and Andrea Woods. Um, yeah, they had actually lived in 657 Boulevard for 23 years, so they were like, listen... If there is a watcher, he watched you too, mm-hmm. right? And it says in the letter that he's been watching the house for what he alluded to to be generations, like passed down family to like a torch or something. Exactly. So, and in one letter, um, not this initial letter, it did say, I asked the woods to bring me young blood and it looks like they listened. So that's bizarre. Oh, and but that- when, the f- when they... Email the Woods, Andrea Woods replies the next morning, and she says, a few days before moving out, the Woods did actually receive a letter from this watcher, but the note had just been, quote, odd to her. Uh, Okay, thoughts, ideas, and opinions, right? Let's get (laughs) out of here. So, I mean, did she know them well enough? That's what I'm assuming, because if she didn't really know their family, I guess, or how much they have been in contact recently. I guess she could just think that it was a random letter. Yeah, so... Also, this seems so direct. They... And, you know, the... Andrea and John Woods are not not cooperating. They actually did go... They went with um, Maria to the police station, and they, like, discussed it. And, and they're not, like... They're not hiding anything here. But they're like, listen, we got this letter. It was weird, but we were moving out. And... There were no threats in that letter that they mm. got, so they just kind of were like, okay, what a freak. Maybe he wanted to buy the house and he's mad that, like, because the woods never put their house up for sale, like, traditionally. With, like, um, a there big was no, sign like, big for sale sign. So they were like, okay, maybe this could just, like, be somebody who, like, wanted to buy the house and was pissed that they didn't know it was for sale or something. Yeah. They didn't really think it was, like, sinister. So they didn't think anything of it. So they were like, sure, we'll cooperate with you. We'll go to the police with you. We'll tell them about our letter, but we don't have it because we didn't think to save something like that. It was Mm -hmm. just a weirdo thing. Obviously, you know, the next few weeks, they're kind of like on full alarm. Yeah. High alert. Just being a little weary whenever they're- Right. Because they're like, God knows when this will strike again, or if it's just 657 Boulevard that's going to get it, or if it's wherever we are, maybe it's us that's being, like, they don't know. So, Derek even cancels a work trip, and every time, like, Maria would go to the new house, she would just, like, be very vigilant about her kids, and she would constantly be calling them to come back to her and whatever. Like, she wanted to keep them in her sight. By this point, like, they're trying to kind of, you know, meet the neighbors, because the police can't do much. So, Mm. they're like, if we meet the neighbors, maybe we can at least deduce who is sketchy and not Mm. sketchy. Find out who's sauce. Yeah. They're really, like, their own personal investigation. Mm -hmm. And so... Good for them. Yeah. Derek um, gives a tour and kind of just, like, shows the renovations to a couple that lives in the neighborhood. Um, And supposedly, the wife said, quote, It'll be nice to have some young blood in the neighborhood. What are we thinking here? I'm... Okay, I'm thinking... And, okay, mind you, everybody, I don't know if I already said this, this is 2014. It's not like the 1800s where we're like, is young blood just something people say? Yeah, well- And I think that song Young Blood by Imagine Dragons came out that year, maybe. (laughs) (laughs) So maybe they were catching on. You know that song, Young Blood? Oh, no, it's Five Seconds of Summer. Five Seconds of Summer? They want it, they don't want it, ready or not. You know what I mean? No. Hold on. Like- You know what I mean. No. Oh, young blood. Say Are you blood, kidding? Say I just said that. Out of your mind. Oh my god. Yes. Well, to that be one. fair, you weren't like getting into it. Okay, the way sorry. The song did, I don't know the lyrics. Okay. So that came out. Hold on. <laughs> oh, this is 2018, I think. Oh, so not even remotely. This song was actually inspired by this case. Hey, no. <laughs> so when the neighbor said that, he was like, huh. Uh, it's not just a saying people say a lot. Well, see, that's what, where my mind originally went to, which is, like, obviously weird. But I'm like, is that just, like, slang there in New Jersey? Like, oh, young blood, like, fresh meat, like. Right, and I don't know, because in New Jersey, they say wacky <laughs> Because you know how we just say Canadian bacon? Yeah. They don't. 
Huh? They call it ham? Taylor ham. And for what? Who's Taylor? <laughs> what is this? <laughs> At least I know Canada. Yeah. Maybe it could just be a name they call for young kids, but I'd also be, after that, I'd be like, all right, your name was what? Yeah, right. <laughs> Okay, and where do you live? And where is your window in your house? And where does it look at? Right. Did he ask anyone else in the neighborhood, or did so, anything else ring up as like suspicious? Okay, so then that happened, and and you know, suspicious, whatever. But like, what can you do? She just said a saying that like, it's like when a serial killer in jail is like not giving the police everything because they're playing with them a little. Mm. She's like, is she playing with me or is that just something, you know? So he doesn't really know. And also, I could not for the life of me find out who this neighbor was because the cut article just says it's a woman. And I'm like, well, okay. Useless, but whatever. (laughs) So, um, also they mentioned that one morning the general contractor arrives and he finds this, like, really heavy massive sign that he had hammered into the front yard just ripped out and they're like is this the watcher is this kids is this like animal what is this like it's it's a very weird eerie thing oh my god is it more than one person right it could we don't know anything yet because we've only had the one letter two weeks after the first letter came Maria goes to the house, and she's just kind of, like, looking at samples of paint and just, like, checking the mail, feeling a little, like, worried, but, you know, she's, it's been two weeks, and she's kind of ready to get back to her, like, normalcy, and then she recognizes the same lettering on this envelope. Oh, my God. And she's like, uh-uh, and she calls the police. <laughs> Good, Maria. As she yes, should. Maria, don't play. Right. Mm-mm. This letter is weird. 657 Boulevard is anxious for you to move in. It has been years and years since the young blood ruled the hallways of the house. Have you found all the secrets it holds yet? Will the young blood play in the basement? Or are they too afraid to go down there alone? I would be very afraid if I were them. It is far away from the rest of the house. If you were upstairs, you would never hear them scream. Will they sleep in the attic, or will you all sleep on the second floor? Who has the bedrooms facing the street? I'll know as soon as you move in. It will help me to know who is in which bedroom. Then, I can plan better. All of the windows and doors in 657 Boulevard allow me to watch you and track you as you move through the house. Who am I? I am the Watcher, and have been in control of 657 Boulevard for the better part of two decades now. The Woods family turned it over to you. It was their time to move on, and kindly sold it when I asked them to. I pass by many times a day. 657 Boulevard is my job, my life, my obsession. And now you are too, Broadus family. Welcome to the product of your greed. Greed is what brought the past three families to 657 Boulevard, and now it has brought you to me. Have a happy moving in day. You know I will be watching. This just automatically sounds like, okay, someone with anger and almost resentment and, like, jealousy. And I am no detective of any kind. I totally agree. First of all, (laughs) I want to point out that in the first letter, they never say, hello, Broadus family. And in this letter, he knows their name. And mind you, also in this letter, he spells their name wrong. So to me, okay, remember, it's 2014. Right. So he could go on the internet and just look up who bought the house. But what I'm thinking is, he spelled it wrong because he's only hearing their name. Mm. That would be a good indication of he's getting all of his information by word of mouth by someone who maybe... Or he's listening in on them. Listening to the contractors speaking and like... Who knows? But you're right. Like, he could be gossiping with someone in the neighborhood. Like, oh, I heard this family, the Broadus has moved in. Like, mm-hmm. we don't know how close this person is to the neighborhood people or to the Broadus's themselves. Like, mm-hmm. it could be that woman that was in their house before. It could be the contractors. It could be anybody. While you were reading that letter, um, 
an idea I had is what if it's not even necessarily someone who's on the outside that's always been looking in, but someone on the inside who's always been looking out. Like, I'm wondering if the Woods have any kids. Did a friend of theirs maybe spend a lot of time at the house and get to know a lot about the family and everything of their dynamic? Right. And, you know, you know a lot of people theorize. Um, I'm like, shaking. <laughs> Kind of creepy, right? Yes. <laughs> I'm like, oh my god, I feel like such a dweeb. My hands like trembling. Oh my god, no, I'm I'm the same way. But like, literally, a lot of people theorize like maybe it isn't because when you think, oh, my family had this house for so X Y Z amount of time, maybe it's not people who lived in the house. Maybe it's people who worked at the house. It could mm-hmm. be housekeeping, and and especially because. This person clearly is angry at the amount of wealth that this house holds. And so what if it is like a housekeeper's son or daughter or like the housekeeper themselves or or anybody who, you know, maybe wanted to buy the house at one point or like aspired to buy the house, but they couldn't because of their money issues or financial state or who knows. But you're right. There's a lot of anger in this letter and it's not necessarily to um the specific family that moved in but like anyone that would step foot into that house because of like he mentions greed a lot yeah it seems like he's built this house up to be symbolic of greed wealth and just like everything that's wrong with his or her life right and honestly as we're talking about it it sounds a lot more plausible to me that it is someone who was just close but inside the house Mm-hmm. And with a house that big, I can imagine they're going to need people to, like, help upkeep it, you know? Right. So that's also something that's true. Maybe being like, hey, the previous owners use this company and, like, we always go to them. They're great with the house. They know the house. Keep going to them and it just gets passed along. Right. It easily could be something like that. God. Because also, um, in the first letter, they say, like, you're doing renovations. Don't make the house mad. Oh, what a- and it's like someone's so stuck in their ways, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like he's been working on this house for X amount of time and now you're changing what he knows. Maybe it's someone who used to go inside the house all the time, but now they don't have the rights to because they don't know the owner and they're worried that the house is being changed and it's not going to be what they know it is anymore. Very weird. So let's keep moving because there's some weirdness to come. Derek and Maria were then invited to this barbecue in the neighborhood and at first they're like, uh-uh, hell no. Every I don't want to hang you. out with <laughs> you're all creepy in my book right but they're like this could also be a huge opportunity to um focus in on who is in the neighborhood and who is giving creepy vibes and just investigate everyone do it while exactly. you're there get a plate and look at every single one of them in their eye like mm-hmm <laughs> Yes. Didn't verbalize any of that. No, I don't. You're staring at me, but... Yeah, so they go to this barbecue, and they're both obviously conscious the whole time. They're, like, screaming at their kids the whole time, looking like crazy people, because they're, like, afraid that their kids are going to get too far away. Mm -hmm. And, like, everyone else is like, dude, this is Westfield, New Jersey. At the time, it was, like, the 30th safest place in America. But everyone definitely was looking at them, where I can imagine. Right, so they're all like, hello, this neighborhood is wealthy and safe. Back off of yelling. Mm-hmm. Like, rich people don't yell. Right. <laughs> but anyway, so yeah, they're they're just, like, hanging out, investigating people. And then Derek starts talking to this neighbor, John Schmidt. He lives two doors down. John Jacob? John Schmidt. John Jacob Jingleheimer Schmidt. Yeah. Got it. Okay, so he's like, hey, um, J- Derek, I don't know, he didn't disclose anything to John Schmidt, but he's like, hey, do you know anything about the neighbors? He's trying to, like, get the tea on everybody. Yeah. And John Schmidt's like, yeah. So, like, this family that lives in between us, super weird. So this is the family that is directly next to the Broadus' home. Got it. Peggy Lankford owned the house directly next to 657 Boulevard, the house that's in between this neighbor that was speaking to Derek and the Broadus's. She was 90 years old, so, like, not a suspect in my book. Yeah. I don't really think she's, like, making these letters and making her way over to the mailbox to be creepy. But she did live with several of her children who were all, like, kind of at least 60 years old. They're around that age. Okay. And, you know, John Schmidt had warned Derek, like, this family is eccentric. But, you know, he's not, like, saying anything like, they're dangerous. Because he doesn't really know anything. 
Yeah. So he doesn't know that, like, Derek is fishing for, like, who in this neighborhood could potentially kill my family. Yeah, he's like, they're just a little weird, Yeah, but... he's like, I don't know, I wouldn't invite them to a PTA meeting. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know. One of the youngest children, Michael, he was unemployed and he wore this, like, thick beard. And, and this is one of the kids that lived at the house? Yes, kid okay. is dramatic because they're, like, 60. Oh. But, like, yes, he, <laughs> he is the Got child it. of... The matriarch. Got it. But, yeah. So, they actually, they lived in that house since the mid-60s. So, that mm. is what's interesting because he's like, oh, my family watched this house for some time. You know, There's if some this continuity is the watcher, there. it could be them. Like I said, Michael's unemployed. He has his big beard. And, honestly, like, the way that the neighbor posed all of this, Derek is like, okay, I'm looking into Michael. He's like, no questions. Um, I'm just going straight to the police. (laughs) So he goes and he tells the detective, Detective Lugo, about all of this stuff. And Lugo's like, "Mm, yeah, I know the Langfords. Yeah, they are a little sus. Uh, uh-huh. So, <laughs> so that wasn't a place to start originally, I, no. Yeah. So he does end up bringing in Michael for questioning about a week later. Um, a week... Actually, I'm sorry. He brought Michael in for questioning about a week after the first letters arrived. But Michael had denied all knowledge of the letters. Oh, okay. So they but had already looked into him a little bit? Detective Lugo wasn't really convinced. He just kind of brought him in for, like, a formality, but there was nowhere to go with this case, really. So then when Detective Lugo hears that Derek is also like, hey, let's look into this guy, he's like, yeah, I mean, it's not a it's not a closed case. And I just want to disclose, um, because I was reading this and it made me a little sad, Michael has schizophrenia, and I think it's just kind of, you know, I obviously I'm not going to say 1000% it's not him, mm-hmm. but I think people are so quick to say it's him because of his mental illness. I don't think it's necessarily fair because I think, yeah, maybe we should be looking into him, but not just him. Everyone else in the neighborhood poses just as much of a threat. Exactly. And that shouldn't, I mean, if from what they described of him and like, how he's been so far, but this is, like, the one red, quote-unquote, red flag they have. I don't think he should be looked at. I have to be honest. (laughs) Okay. Because neighbors did say that they had, like, caught him in their yard before. All right, so But like I said, he has a mental illness, and maybe he didn't do it in a malicious way, Mm. you know? I mean, if there's no indication of, I don't know. It's hard to speak on, but if there's no really indication of violence to me that doesn't scream out, we should be putting all of our efforts into this one guy. I definitely think they should be looking at everyone. Yeah. Like you so, said. Yeah, exactly. That's just kind of what I'm thinking is that, like, yeah, they need either a confession or they need to, like, investigate other people also. Mm-hmm. Because this is just not really where we should just draw the case closed. At this time, they're just kind of thinking, like, because more and more letters end up coming eventually. And the letters start getting very creepy. They start saying, like, the kids' nicknames in them. And he he starts to know the kids by their birth order. And, like, it's just very, very weird. So he's, like, they start to think, like, it must be an immediate neighbor. It must be somebody that just has that house at their disposal all the time. Like, it can't be someone that has to go out of their way and drive there. Because, like, how would they know all this stuff so much? Like... Without being noticed. Mm. It must just be someone that's staring from their own window or something. Um, And listening. They must be in earshot. So, they're investigating in this way. And, like, Derek even goes so far as to, like, stand, like, at different points in the neighborhood and have his wife, like, Uh yell her kids' names. And then they, like, try to see, like, can I hear it from here? Can I hear it from here? What do I hear from here? Yeah. You know, and it's... Because the police can't do much right now, and so they don't know what to do except for, you know, take it into their own hands. Good for them. Honestly, good for them. Yeah, the Watcher works hard, but the Broadduses work Work harder! (laughs) Mm. And so they just kind of do what they can. It's, It's weird because some... Some sources say that the letters were just put into the mailbox, but some sources say that the letters were postmarked through USPS in Kearney, New Jersey. 
which I don't really know what to do with that. So we'll talk about both options. Okay, let's so get into it. the first letter was postmarked from June 4th, which was actually before the house went on the market. Like, like I said, um, the Woods did not have a first sale sign or anything. So the first letter that went to the Woods, it was like a weird thing. Yeah. Like, they don't know how that happened. And no one close to the house had any idea that, like, anything really, like, had begun. And they even asked neighbors later, like, did you guys know? Did you guys know that the house was being renovated? Did you? And the neighbors were like, no, we had no clue. Like, not, <laughs> not a thing on our radar. Detective Lugo was, like, shown the house because he was like, let me investigate a little. I'm going to look through the house and, like, see what I can see from where and whatnot. And he found that in one of the letters, it's very creepy, they, like, talk about how there's an easel on, I think it's, like, on a porch, and one of the kids paints on it, and the person says, like, is that the artist of the family? And the watcher's just very, like, he's noticing this, and it's just very creepy, And, you know, I think it's, for me to fully get you on my side about how creepy this case is, I just want to read to you, like, what I think are the creepiest parts of the letters, and also the patch rated all of the Watcher's letters from, like, these are the creepiest ones, and I'm just gonna, like, let you in on the creepy parts. One basically says, I will rise again. I will be patient and wait for this to pass and for you to bring the young blood back to me. 657 Boulevard, meet Young Blood. Because this is, like, after Maria's like, "Uh uh-uh, I'm not bringing my kids there anymore. I'm done Mm. with it. This guy, like, has their birth order, their nicknames. She's like, no. Mm -mm." Mm-mm. So they stop going. Yeah. And the watch is like, hello, where'd they go? Creepy. I mean, and you would... uh, And you... This is someone who's... And it's... He's certain she hasn't brought them there when he's not looking. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like... It's like she, I can imagine her not wanting to let them outside for a couple of days. So for him to be certain that they're not coming back, that is creepy. Right. He then goes on to say, this is what I think is the creepiest letter of them all. He says, Maybe a car accident. Maybe a fire. Maybe something as simple as a mild illness that never seems to go away, but makes you feel sick day after day after day after day. Maybe the mysterious death of a pet. Loved ones suddenly die. Planes and cars and bicycles crash. Bones break. And then he's like, maybe it'll be me. The watcher. No. No. Absolutely not. I, and he's, like, toying with them, too, because, like, those Anytime are... any bad thing happens to me, I'm going to be like, yeah. Ugh, Ugh, the watcher. This Literally. But, like, he's toying with them at this point. And what is his obsession about keeping this, like, house intact? Like I said, it's very Victorian, right? Like, mm-hmm. it's, it's like... Like, he's worried about their bloodline staying with the house. Like, mm-hmm. does he not like a lot of people Oh my goodness, go he would out? hate have growing up in my house. My mom moved my furniture around, like, every day. This would not like the change. You'd be like, she's toying with me now. I see. Tisk, tisk, tisk. The house is mad. (laughs) I would literally get home from school and my bedroom would be completely different. I remember that. Tisk, tisk, tisk. 657 Boulevard would not approve, Mom. By this point, the Derek and Maria are like, no, no, no. I am not moving in. I can't. This is too much. I'm not putting my family at risk. And let's just get into that decision. A $1.3 million house that they had just bought. Right. And Well, so here they're still like, maybe the police will do something. We're just going to postpone the move-in date. So they move in with, I think, Maria's parents. Because they, at this point, they had sold their old house. And so they're just like, we're still going to keep our kids away from the house, but... You know, it's been an investment, so we're going to continue renovating it, and maybe the police will come up with something, and maybe, like, there will be an end to all of this eventually. Yeah. And they just kind of wanted to, like, not let the Watcher win. If the Watcher was this, like, just, like, dumb person trying to freak them out. Yeah. So, several weeks after the second letter was sent, a third one arrives. 657 Boulevard is turning on me. 
It is coming after me. I don't understand why. What spell did you cast on it? It used to be my friend, and now it is my enemy. I am in charge of 657 Boulevard. It is not in charge of me. I will fend off its bad things and let, wait for it to become good again. It will not punish me. I will rise again. I will be patient and wait for this to pass and for you to bring the young blood back to me. 657 Boulevard needs young blood. It needs you. Come back. Let the young blood play again like I once did. Let the young blood sleep in 657 Boulevard. Stop changing it and let it alone. Like they once did, because they were literally in that house day in and day out. And that just makes me think, it was like a friend of a friend or a kid who was like obsessed and maybe lived somewhere that wasn't in the neighborhood. But do you think, or do you think that this is just like a way for them to seem like that and then be a whole nother person? I can only, in my... I don't know how the mind works, but in my mind, an obsession like that builds from being there and present and seeing every inside of the house. Because he's also clearly pissed at them for even getting renovations done because he doesn't recognize it anymore. Right. That's what and I'm assuming also, that bad when, stuff is. When the Woods put the house on the market in 2014, they actually re- received like many offers that were above asking price. So people in the Broadduses are trying to think like, could this have been other people that bid for the house and didn't get it? That's Could true. this be people that are just angry at us for getting it? Because when this house was built in the early 1900s, like, it was, like, the most fancy house on the block. So people know this house. They love this house. You know? Yeah. A lot of people seek after it. So, I mean, that is a possibility. But, yeah. So they're just kind of, I don't know. They, they don't know what to do at this point. So, like I said... They start investigating on their own. They set up webcams around the house just to, like, keep the house safe. Inside? Inside the house. Okay. Um, and he even stakes out, like, his own property all the time, just, like, looking for people that are, like, walking around or prowling or whatever. And they hire experts. Um, private investigators perform background checks on the Langfords, um, but they didn't find anything substantial. Okay. By this point, like... You know, Michael's denying any involvement, Michael mm. Langford, but he has a sister, and she is kind of, like, speaking out on how Michael is being harassed, and everyone's like, huh, why is she so mad? Is she mad because she's guilty? And then the police, because it's 2014, remember, yeah. and because the letters are handwritten on the envelope... The police decide to do a DNA test. And although they don't have the specific DNA in the system, so it doesn't match anything, they are able to tell that the watcher is a woman. Shut up! How? Mm -hmm. Like, what the heck? It ain't Michael. It ain't Michael. But it could be Michael's sister, Abby. Right? So that's what they think. But then the police eventually... And with no real, like, explanation, the police just tell the Broadduses, like, the Langfords are not your guy. Nobody at the Langford house is the person. You know, what could they really do? Because they just kind of don't know where to go from here. I know. And I mean, we had this discussion a little bit before the episode, just when you were, like, giving me a little bit about it. I mean, they don't even go to extensive lengths with, like, abusive relationships or, like, when a woman is being stalked. And she clearly knows who it is, too. So I can't imagine they can do anything with this ominous letter that has no face or anything. Yeah. Like, unless there's an actual move made, you can't... There's not many things that you can do. So the police are kind of, like, at a crossroad. They're like, yeah, we know. We can maybe, like, put someone in front of your house if you want. But, like, Mm. we can't really do more than that. Because that would just scare them off. Right. But the police do sit outside of the Broaddus' home, and they do see somebody suspicious. Stop. Who? So that it's like this man in a car, and he's taking pictures of the house. And they're like, hmm. hello. How <laughs> we both tilt our heads to the side like, who the f*** are you? <laughs> <laughs> Literally. Yeah. So they, they look at the license plate, and they trace the car. And they trace it back to this girl. But... 
it was a guy in the car. So they're like, what the heck? But they're like, maybe the DNA was her because maybe they're in cahoots. So they bring her in. She lives like a town over or something. She doesn't live in this town. But her boyfriend lives one block away from 657 Boulevard. And they look into him and she's like, oh, yeah, my boyfriend is into some weird video games. And like one of the detectives apparently remembers it being like he plays a character on a video game called The Watcher. Which like, okay, I don't know anything about video games except for like Animal Crossing and Just Dance. (laughs) So nothing. 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 I mean, and That's Luigi's okay. Mansion. Literally, really okay. good game. Alright. But. <laughs> nothing. Also, I used to play Call of Duty in middle school, but that's really? behind me. <laughs> oh my god. I like had a headset and everything, and I'd be like, alright, boys, when are we. <laughs> so humiliating. I'm, I can't believe I just outed myself. <laughs> it's okay. We don't judge here. We're like Planet Fitness. It's fine. So, um, it was a weird video game. So, yeah, game. she's, like, she's, like, my boyfriend's into weird video games, and I think that she probably just, like, I don't think she was, like, even trying to sell her boyfriend out. I think she just, like, said that, and the detectives, like, ran with it. Because, you know, like, older people who, like, hear about video games, oh, they're like, that stuff it. is ruining your brain. Yeah. Before so, the internet and social media became something to hate, it was video games. Right. And apparently there's a video game called The Witcher. Yes! So I think <gasps> the detective probably yeah. just heard The Witcher and he was like, really? The Watcher! Oh. <laughs> the Watcher! <laughs> Idiot! I just don't believe it. So, I don't know. So that guy yeah. was a suspect, I guess. Okay. But I'm not really falling for it. Yeah. The last thing is that a lot of people, especially on Reddit, think that the Broadduses are The Watcher. Shut the front door. And I really want to get into this because I can't, I don't know where to stand. Okay, so the Broadduses initially, and, you know, they ended up, I don't know if they're still mad, but they ended up not getting anywhere with it. But they had a lawsuit towards the Woodses because they were angry that it wasn't disclosed that the Woods got a letter in the first place. And the Broadduses eventually do put their house on the market and they say, like, I would like to be completely candid and let anybody that's actually going to buy this house know that we are getting these crazy letters. Which, um, I mean, just begs the question, like, did they have an obligation to do that when that was such a one-off thing? Well, I think it's, like, kind of... It's it's weird because, no, I don't think that they did. And even if it wasn't a one-off thing, it's not like someone died in the house. Like, you have to disclose that type of stuff. But this is like, okay, you got a couple letters, but it could be because you personally lived there. Mm. It could have nothing to do with the house. So how do you prove that it is just the house itself or not just like someone's pretending it's about the house, but really they're just trying to get back at you, Derek, who broke up with her in high school. Like something like that. You know what I mean? Like, and it's there's kind of no way to prove that. And anyway, the woods got one letter and... To them, it wasn't creepy. So they're like, why would I have to say anything? And this was three days I before they, they left. Like, I mean, obviously, knowing what we know now, I mean, after telling everyone this, you're probably like, are you guys f***ing crazy? But, like, putting it within the context of they got this letter, it may or may not be addressed to them because at this point there was no name attached to mm-hmm. it. It's, what are they going to do? The house yeah. is already, like, bought and sold at that point. During this lawsuit, the Broadduses argue that, but they also say that they deserve to get all of their money back. $1.3 million. Okay, fine. But they also want to keep ownership of the home. See, that to me is a little sketchy. Because very. if you, <laughs> on top of getting all of your money back, you want to continue keeping the property. I mean, The I whole w- reason you want your money back is because you don't want to live there. So why would you want to continue to own it? If you were so scared to put your family in that house, why do you want to own it still? Get your money back and call it a day. Get out of there. Why do you still want to own it except for if you don't actually think there's a threat? That raises a flag for me. Yeah. Immediately. Or, I mean, to play devil's advocate, it could just be that they're kind of... And this isn't anything against Derek and Maria because I honestly don't know where I stand. But to play devil's advocate, like, what if they're just kind of like financially greedy just like the watcher thinks and (laughs) they want the 1.3 million dollars and then they want to make double that because they want to sell the house again after having it in their name 
I mean, after all they went through and after their feelings about how the investigation was done, I can totally see them wanting to do that. Yeah, but like, are a few creepy letters worth $2.6 million? I don't think so, but I also think at that point with just where they could be at just mentally, like, it, it's taxing. Yeah. No, for sure it's taxing, but I'm just like, I just don't know if it's really worth that. Like, people, like, literally victims of, like, sexual assault don't get that much back. Mm-hmm. This is, like, a few letters. <laughs> like, Agreed. I just and- don't think... And, you know, I wasn't there. I don't really get the gravity of how traumatic and tragic it is. Of course, we can only speak on what At the same time, I'm like, if I were a judge, I would never in a million years consider two point... Like, never would I consider giving them both. And they didn't. So, Judge Camille (laughs) M. Kenny threw out all three counts of fraud in the civil lawsuit that claimed that... um, the woods. Did you just look this up? Yeah, I looked it up right on the spot, girl. I was like, I need to know what's happening. Where is this? Is I'm it like, still hello? going on today? Did I thought COVID... I was telling you this No, case. I'm like, did COVID delay this? What's going on? I need to know. That's amazing. But basically, the judge threw it out and said that it would, the complaint would have put a burden on future sellers to speculate about what they need to disclose to buyers. So they're saying that we'd be putting uncertainty in real estate law. Fact. Right. So, okay. So literally, okay, Matt's parents have a house in New Jersey. And it's a beautiful beach town, and, like, the house is gorgeous. People literally put letters in their mailbox being like, when are you going to sell it? If you're going to sell it, call me. So, like, does she have to disclose that when she sells the house that she was getting letters? Like, to what end does this go? You know what I mean? Like, how deep does this run? Because you can't... This isn't something that you could, like, make a law for. It's not black and white. And, like, like the Woodses weren't creeped out by these letters, but the Broadduses are. It's kind of, like, what scale... Like, mm-hmm. it's a spectrum almost. Like, if it matters to you, it does. But if it matters to the next person, okay. But it might not. And you can't put it on one for certain, like, in understood, like, consensus of what this is indicative right. of. And you might not sell the house because of a few letters. That sucks. Like, yeah. I, I agree with the judge. I don't think that that should have been a thing. Agreed. Also on Reddit, apparently... Oh, I'm sorry. Did you want to say something? Yeah, I was going to say, so also there were um, four counts in a counterclaim in which the Woods asserted the broadest family was trying to smear the reputation by, like, working with local, national, and international news reporters to publish their complaint. So they sued them back. But it was dismissed. Yes. So there was no proof that the broadest couple love a good fight. tried to harass <laughs> literally a good old, like, back and forth. And the judge said there was no proof the broadest couple tried to harass the woods by filing their suit. So, okay. I mean... It's tricky. It's just tricky it's all tricky, around. Tricky. <laughs> <laughs> we to mark around, to around, to mark around, to mark keep going. Sorry. I don't know where I was going with it. anyway on reddit people speculate and i love reddit i don't people in the true crime community have mixed feelings and i'm never gonna tell you something from reddit and not tell you it's from reddit yeah i'm always gonna disclose this is from a sketchy (laughs) forum Mm. board (laughs) and like do about what you will sometimes i'm here for them um but someone on reddit said apparently the broadduses were refusing surveillance cameras because remember this is 2014 so like not that long ago. Right. Just, like, put a f- ring on a your ringer. doorbell. Like, yeah. You know, I don't like, know the what ring cameras. Like, just yeah. put one on your doorbell and, like, let them see the mailbox. If someone's hand-delivering these letters, you are going to see them. But, so apparently the Broadus is, like, refused surveillance cameras and demanded through lawyers to know if law enforcement were ever going to set any up. So that made people think, like, oh, because Derek is delivering the letters. Mm. And they want to be told in advance, like, is Derek going to get caught for this? You know, I don't really know what to think of that. Because obviously, yeah, it's true. But at the same time, um, Derek and Maria refused movie offers um, when people came to them to, to try to write movies on it. And also, Lifetime in 2016 came out with the movie... And they tried to sue them and get the rights for the movie and say, like, you can't do that. But Lifetime is like, no, 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 we changed everything. It's not your story. <laughs> it's ours. <laughs> yeah, they were like, no, 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 we can make a movie about anything. And, and only <laughs> okay. seven people are going to watch it anyway. So, I mean, that just throws that 
theory out almost completely for me because if this was about really like the green and the money and whatever, they would have been there on the spot. But mind you, it was 2016 by the time that Lifetime did this. So that's three years of them, True. or two ish years of them getting crap from people being like, you just did this because you wanted money. So maybe now it's like them being like, no, look, we said no to that, that oh. movie. So I don't know. And this year, or next year, it's been in the works since 2017, there's going to be a mini-series on this on Netflix. So I don't know. I don't know where I stand. Everybody says, like, well, I think they're just trying to be another Amityville horror house. And I'm like, but wouldn't they have picked somewhere better than New Jersey? Jersey? I just don't. I mean, like, <laughs> nothing good nice, happens in New creepy Jersey. creepy letter house in New Orleans. Yeah. <laughs> right next to Marie But, like, I don't. In New Jersey? Agreed. It's. I mean, the watcher says it himself. He's like, did you come from Hoboken? I don't. <laughs> Don't get it. Why would they choose Ew. New Jersey? Ew. This family has $1.3 million to spend. And they're like, yep, the murder house is here in Westfield. I mean, this is just one of those cases. I was going to say, thanks for listening. Oh, I don't really? Know. <laughs> no, continue. Oh, okay. I was going to say, this is just one of those things that's truly creepy. Because it is so specific and it's something that is so plausible like can mm-hmm. literally happen to anyone it's not involving any death so it's not to that right. gravity that's but why part of me was like helen is this even a true crime case or is it I literally it, a fable <laughs> is it is it a, a it's an a no but i to me this is like one of the creepiest like true crime cases by far right there's no resolution no one it's wins just, it's like very sinister letters in your quaint American dream home. Nothing is scarier than that. Thanks for listening. You can catch us on Instagram at the Chalkline Pod, Twitter at the Chalkline Pod, and follow along with our YouTube channel. The link is in our Instagram bio. Tune in next Thursday for another story.